Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mm-hmm. All right. Ooh, yeah. Run away from the pain inside. 
I know without a shadow of a doubt, I know it was the blood for me. Come on and give him some praise. Come on and give him some praise. I know it was the blood.
started to get happy in here. Yeah! Yes, it was the blood. Come on, come on, give him some praise. Come on and give him a praise in here. Come on, come on, come on. How many know it was the blood? Put those things about hands together and say, I know it was the blood.
But right at the point when you say something like that is when God throw the big challenges at you because he's trying to bring you up in your faith to another level, and he knows that you're not in anticipation of it. So he's going to catch you, I don't know what this means, but in your raw faith. He's going to catch you in the faith right where you are. And your faith will be tried. I'm blessed in that God gave me warnings. I shared them with you. He said that be on the lookout that there was going to be forces coming challenge the power of God. But you see, when God God tells you something like that, sometimes I think, okay, so is it for this week only or this month, this year, this dispensation, or what is it, God? But see, God keeps talking to me, and I only heard one other prophet talking about a new era. And God made made that so real to me. This new era, this, and it ought to be made real to everybody living right now that didn't die from COVID, and um, you overcame and you, you survived. But you see, a lot of people they survive, but they're not thriving, and so. I ask God lots of questions all the time. And 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 then, you know, he shows me things and every in person deliverance I do is gonna be an awakening. If God sends somebody here to be delivered, it's pretty serious. Especially when I had already made this declaration about waiting till next year. <clears throat> Brothers and sisters, I want somebody to look up the definition of the word era, E-R-A, and post it. Now, for those of you on the blog talk, let me tell you what I put on the blog talk this morning. I put, in the name of Jesus, I destroy the power of all witches, bad and so-called good witches, because there's no such thing as a good witch. In the name of Jesus, I destroy the power of all religious witches and religious witchcraft. In the name of Jesus, I command all witchcraft powers to go to zero. I sprinkle the blood of Jesus to each headliner and this headline this morning. In the name of Jesus, I break and destroy all witchcraft spoken words. And when I do this little teaching I'm going to do, you're going to see why. 
Then I put destroying witchcraft powers and spirits sent against the church of Jesus Christ. The church of Jesus Christ is the people of God. Now that's what I posted in the chat room. And I'm going to be doing that from now on. And as long as I'm on this uh, particular topic, I know I'm going to be on it for the next three days. Because God told me, I'm giving you a mission. Now, he said he was giving this to me, so I didn't ask you to accept the mission. It's up to you. I, you know, it's really up to you. But under um, orders from God, I'm to be destroying witchcraft powers and witchcraft spirits sent against, oh, I misspelled church, church, against the church of Jesus Christ. That's what I'm going to be doing for the next three days. So if you're scared, um, if you're scared of witchcraft, you know, you got a problem, not me. But if you got scared, I would advise you not to come on the TED line for three days. Because I'm going to be hitting witchcraft very hard. And there will be some retaliation. But there will be some glorious victory. Okay? Error is defined as, I'm reading this from the chat, a long and distinct period of history with a particular feature or characteristic. That's all I'm saying. Early, a period of time marked by distinctive character, events, etc. Minister Hood, era now, a long and distinct period of history with a peculiar feature or characteristic. Donna Petway. A fixed point in time from which a series of years is reckoned, memorable or important date or event, especially one that begins a new period in the history of a person or thing. A system of chronological notation computed from a given date as basis. A period identified by some prominent feature or characteristic feature. Okay? Nadia, uh, uh, era, a long distinct period in history with a peculiar feature or characteristic. Get this. We have entered into a new era. And I don't hear a lot of preachers talking about it, but you will. You will now. But there's got to be teaching about it. You see, the Bible is revealed and uh, periods of time are revealed in the Bible as this Dispensation. Okay? Dispensation. Well, 
into this 5781 and going into 2021, we have entered into a new era. And there are things that used to work that are not going to work anymore. There are new things. And for those of you that don't like change, I really feel sorry for you because you have let the world change and left you. See, the world's going to change anyway. Well, what you mean? Well, don't you? Well, no, you probably weren't alive. I wasn't alive either. But there used to be a time of prohibition when alcohol was uh, illegal against the law. Nevertheless, the devil found a way around it. We have entered into a new era, a new church era, brothers and sisters. A few people talked about it on the Internet, not a whole lot. But as I was saying, couple of weeks, if it wasn't for the Holy Spirit keeping me ahead, ahead, I did a teaching about the devil, I'm going to have to dig it back up, how, how we are, one, we are ahead, in Christ we are ahead of the devil's feet. We really are. If you have the baptism of God's own Holy Spirit, you are. If not, I don't know where you are, but you you probably know. But I know one thing. Without that baptism of the Holy Spirit, you're incapable of defeating this new um, era of spiritual intensity and knowledge that is abounding in the world. And you could have been ahead of it. You should have been ahead of it by virtue of the baptism of God's Holy Spirit. Now, there are a lot of you that don't have the power that you should, and you're not going to have it until you can bring your flesh under subjection. Until you can bring your flesh under subjection to God's own Holy Spirit, which indwells you, and whose spirit you are not supposed to defile. Because obviously it can be defiled. Now, let me tell you what I'm talking about. So we can be on the same page. During the past two weeks, I have had to minister, overcome people coming here and over the phone, bound by wizards, sorcerers, and witchcraft. And it has been quite a revelation. 
yesterday and the day before, I had to minister to some people from another country. And the people that I had to minister to were five and centuries of generational paganism, shamanism, druidism, witchcraft. And one sorcerer, self-made, demon-created, Luciferian formed, high-level wizard, sorceress, alchemist, all combined in one body. Now, I thought that was something. And then I had to deal with slick New Age witchcraft that utilized thought forms that utilized taking over the mind and implanting thoughts that then took on forms. So all this is in, in, in in the past two weeks, but this is like Yesterday and today. I mean, yesterday and day before. And let me tell you what happened. Whenever, whenever I go to minister, I wait on God. I don't have any preconceived notions. I have no preconceived notions about anything. Whatever it is, that's what it is. Whatever it is I got to deal with, that's what it is. Because I know that Jesus has never lost a battle. And I know that in working for him, he's not going to let no witch, no wizard overthrow me. Even although I know that the the root (laughs) of the ministry is there's a battle going on between me and whatever kind of witchcraft because the witch, the witches, the craft, the power cannot win in the person I'm ministering to if they can't take me out. If they can take me out, then they've already won They've already won the ability from the person that they're inhabiting, and they've already going to be rewarded with a counterfeit manifestation of my own soul. So therefore, I don't minister in the flesh anyway, because the flesh is sunk. You go to minister in the flesh against Satan, you've already lost. You're dead. So one of the one of the witchcraft entities threw up in my face. I knew what I was dealing with then. 
you think you got power, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you something today. I said, okay. But I got to correct you on one thing, which I don't have any power. I have Jesus Christ living and alive in me. Now, you think you're bad enough to come up against him? Let's get started. And start we did. But let me tell you what I learned. I had to minister to somebody that had a containment in them of 65 witches. You hear me? They had a, a spiritual containment in them of 65 witches. At first, I thought it was only 15. But when I knew it was more than 15 and it was 65, I said, uh-oh, we go. <laughs> I said, we don't have to really, Jesus. <laughs> and I learned how they worked those covens. And I learned how to overcome them one by one. It was so bad. Let me tell you what happened. It was so bad that they took on the manifestation in the human being and were going to fly. They said, we better get out of here. They said, she done got it down. They call me sheep. She done got it down to it's only two of us left. <clears throat> and I said, yeah, well, I'll bind you and both of you get, get ready to get out of here. Meaning out of the out of the human body they were in. And guess what happened? I commanded them out. It was a power failure. The moment I commanded them out, the power went out for six minutes. And I saw I was looking at them. And I, and the comment I made was, wow. All the power went out. And the person got free. Later on, we called the power company right away. I mean, we called the power company. They sent the big linemen with the big things. They could find nothing on the building. They could find nothing in the power line. <clears throat> but then the guy said to my husband, he said, Maybe we had another power failure. <laughs> and I, 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 it, it is virtually impossible for it to come over here through that. He said, we don't know what happened. I know what happened. They had a stronghold. When you first get off the exit, it says psychic. And the first thing I said when I moved here is, why don't they run that psychic off that exit, the first exit when you come into town? And that's where the first power failure was. When I got the first part of the of the witchcraft out and the witches. So in my thinking, 
I have been thinking, get the witch. Get the witch. You get the witch and it's done. I want to tell you something this morning. I have a different way of thinking right now. Thanks to God. I commanded the witch powers to be abated. And that was the first power failure on the other side of town. And when the last witch left, it created a power failure in, in, right here in my home. I mean, no, I'm talking this all 17,000 square feet. And didn't touch nobody else's power. Little Caesar is across the street. The Nissan dealership or Toyota or whatever is parallel to that. It didn't touch any of their power. So so I, I had to begin to process what was happening. And I processed the fact that this power tried to destroy me and it tried to transfer in everybody here. Well, everybody here knows the grace and and stay under the blood. But if you had seen the people, you would have thought, oh, they're so sweet looking. They're so nice. Maybe I don't have to bind anything. Maybe I don't have to cover myself in the blood. Maybe I don't have to, because they're just the sweetest looking people, brothers and sisters. There was a containment of 65 witches in one. So what I did, I hated to do it. But it was a whole family that came. And I had to tell them, I can't minister to you. Not now. You got to go home. You got to learn how to love your wife. You kids got to learn about the real Jesus and how to treat your mama. And then you can come back. Because in the shape you're in right now and what I just went through, no way. You see, was I afraid of the witches? No. But I was tired. And that was the devil's objective. And then I had another situation. Another person was trying to use thought form and mind control. And God said, just stay focused. Stay focused on me. Just stay focused on me, and you'll be fine. Don't come into agreement. And and they kept, every five minutes, they was bringing up something to try to get me to come into agreement with them. It ain't going to happen. And then, I'm going to do this teaching here in a minute. And then, they tried to get me to come into agreement with a lie. 
If I'd have come into agreement with a lie, that would have been it. What would have happened? Would they? No, they wouldn't have won nothing, but they would have made my job harder. Jesus is always going to win. But the objective is, Satan said, find this scripture posted in the chat room. He said, in the last days, he would wear out the very patience of the saints. In the last days, you're right, ministerhood, they wanted to wear me out. Wear me out, reduce the efficacy because my physical body would have been tired. They would have reduced the efficiency of my body to give out because it was physically tired. And that was the plan. So you, you can't be afraid no matter what it looked like. You see, that's what stopped Moses from entering into the promised land, the people. Trying to satisfy the people. And I always keep that in front of me. Trying to satisfy the people kept Moses out of the promised land. And they all died anyway. They all died. None of them entered into the promised land. It was their children that inherited the promise. And they thought they had gotten over by killing off Moses or, or his body was never found, so to speak. So I don't let that, that, that happened to me once and I suffered. That will never, ever, ever in life happen to me again. I might have to suffer for something else, but it won't be for that. And it won't be for anything that God has already taught me a lesson against. Here it is. Thank you, Jennifer. Daniel chapter 7, verse 25 through 27. And he shall speak great words against the Most High and shall wear out the saints of the Most High and think to change times and laws. And they shall be given into his hands until a time and times and the dividing of time. But the judgment shall sit and they shall take away his dominion to consume and to destroy it unto the end. And the kingdom and dominion and the greatness of the kingdom under the whole heaven shall be given to the people of the saints of the Most High, whose kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and all dominions shall serve and obey him. So after Jesus won, and I was obedient, I came into the sanctuary and I sat down. And I said, Jesus, you got to, as I, as I decompress from all of this, you got to show me what happened. You got to explain to me all this. 
and the Holy Spirit said, get a pen and paper. Get your Bible. And he wasn't talking about my iPad or nothing like that. He meant my Bible, you know, which is where you turn the pages. Get your concordance. I haven't done it in a long time. And get ready. He said, he said, ask Brother Joe to fix you um, victory meal, overcoming meal. And he did, me, him, and Jose. It was glorious. It was glorious, glorious, glorious. And it was good, and it was like all the nutrients in it. Because I felt, I knew something had happened. So before it was time to eat, I went into the, I felt something. I went into the bathroom and God started purging me. He said, I'm going to explain it to you when I give it to you. And as he purged me, I saw blood. I saw blood. <clears throat> and whenever you see blood, you know that something came out that was fighting, that fought and tore. And God just, God, I ain't feel nothing hardly. But God ripped it out. He ripped it out. And then he said, you will never have to fight against a witch again. Because I am giving you a fresh anointing over witchcraft. And I said, thank you. And then I got up and I went and laid down because I I know it was the power of God that did that. It was nothing I did. It was nothing I could do because I didn't even know. But I asked God about a month ago. I don't know who somebody will remember. I said, God, how you kill a witch? I said, God, that's ridiculous. These witches, they, 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 they just doing all this evil and damage. Are you telling me, God, they can't be stopped? What is this? God never answered me. He never answered me. He didn't have to. He showed me yesterday. He showed me. Here is the answer to what you asked me. And I'm doing it for you now. It's a new era, brothers and sisters. And I want to share this with you. It's not much. It's uh, only about 21 pages, maybe. But God began to break it down to me. The Holy Spirit said, the spirit of witchcraft 
in the spirit power or spiritual force that operates through forces and that is contained within other spirits that can control, direct, and monitor. Spirit of witchcraft utilizes supporting spirits that continuously lie. They lie even unconsciously through people. The spirit of witchcraft uses a myriad of controlling, seducing spirits that hand out directives and orders to supporting spirits to lower and base evil human spirits, animals, insects, both natural and spiritual, as the spirit of witchcraft, the power of witchcraft, and the force of witchcraft operate on many realms and levels. There is no innocent witchcraft. Oh my goodness. And witchcraft is strictly forbidden in the word of God. I see here I was moving too fast. I didn't look these spirits up. I mean these, but you can look them up for me. He gave me Deuteronomy 18, 9 to 14. I'm going to look them up. I'm going to put them in this notebook. This is another one of the binders. If somebody look up Deuteronomy 18, 9 through 14. Deuteronomy 18. <clears throat> Let me do it. I apologize. I was going, I was trying to not miss anything. Deuteronomy 18, 9 through 14. When you come into the land which the Lord your God has given you, you shall not learn to follow the uh, abominations of those nations. There shall not be found among you anyone who makes his son or his daughter pass through the fire or one who practices witchcraft, a soothsayer, that's what it was, a soothsayer, forgive me about that, or one who interprets omens or a sorcerer, or one who conjures spells or a medium, or a spiritist, or one who calls up the dead. For all who do these things are an abomination to the Lord, And because of these abominations, the Lord your God drives them out from before you. Just like he said, you shall be blameless before the Lord your God for these nations which you will dispossess. Listen to soothsayers and diviners. But as for you, the Lord your God has not appointed such for you. Now, the next one was Leviticus 19.31. Leviticus 19.31. Can you post that for me? And I think I got two more. Leviticus 19.31. Be 
regard not them that have familiar spirits, neither seek after wizards to be defiled by them. I am the Lord your God. Leviticus 20 and 6. Look, Jennifer R. put, do not defile yourself. Do not defile yourself by turning to mediums or to those who consult the spirits of the dead. I am the Lord your God. Now, Leviticus 20 and 6. Okay? And the soul that turneth after such as have familiar spirits and after wizards to go a whoring after them, I will even set my face against that soul and I will cut him off from among his people. The last one is Isaiah chapter 8, verse 19. Isaiah 8, 19. Uh-oh. In the Living Translation, in this uh, Leviticus 26, I will also turn against those who commit spiritual prostitution by putting their trust in mediums <coughs> or in those who consult the spirits of the dead, I will cut them off from the community. All right, Isaiah chapter 8, verse 19. When they shall say unto you, speak unto them that have familiar spirits and unto wizards that peep and that mutter. That's them ones that talk to you and you, when you think you're dreaming, but it is a demonically induced, and they want to talk to you. They want to manipulate your brain. They want to mess with your mind. When the people, instead of trusting God, say to you, consult the mediums who try to talk to the dead and the soothsayers who chirp and whisper and mutter, should not a people consult their God? Should they consult the dead on behalf of the living? Hmm. So then, this is what the Holy Spirit was getting to me. Witchcraft opens the door to demonic forces. Witchcraft is a bona fide demonic power released. Now, this is what got me. And God got more for me. This is just the beginning. I had to get on the headline. Witchcraft is a bona fide demonic power released through activities such as words, spells, amulets, charms, occult powers, chants, magic, drugs, medicines, Potions, mind control, words, 
The Holy Spirit says there is no such thing as good demonic power. Jesus said, the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. That's John 10, 10. Witchcraft is openly challenging, the Holy Spirit say, the church of Jesus Christ today. Witchcraft is being used to come against families, marriages, relationships. Witchcraft is being used to hinder the maturity of believers and hinder the growth of the church of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Witchcraft is being used to frustrate the advancement of the gospel of Jesus Christ. He said, it's not somebody flying around here on a broom. It's not the witches of Baltimore. It's not the witches who are saying that witchcraft will uh, get you in high places. He said, it is the rebellious and the stubborn nature of the people in the church. It is the unwillingness of the believers as described in the Bible as the workings of the flesh. Then he said, this because I was going to this scripture here, Galatians chapter 3. Galatians chapter 3 verses 1 through 3. Galatians 3, 1 through 3. Scripture says, O foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth before whose eyes Jesus Christ has been evidently sent forth, set forth, crucified among you, this only what I learn of you. Receive ye the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith. Are ye so foolish? Having begun in the Spirit, are ye now made perfect by the flesh? Now, if you posted that, Galatians, Galatians chapter 3, verse 1 through 3. Notice the Holy Spirit illuminated the word bewitched. He illuminated the word spirit and flesh. So I looked it up. The word bewitched means to be charmed in the Greek. I looked up the root word, fascano, 
That's Kano. It means to be charmed, seduced, or to be placed under a spell. The old English root word means the working or the result of by Wiccan sorcery. So here I notice that Galatians has witchcraft to the manifesting or working of the flesh. And the Holy Spirit says, this is the real problem. The meaning of flesh, most of you probably already know this. The meaning of flesh in this scripture is the Greek word postus, S-A-R-X, sock. Sock means the carnal mind or better known as the earthly nature or the carnal nature of man apart from the spirit of God. S-A-R-X. Got that? Please hear me right now. Yay, God. A person, therefore, who is governed by the actions of their flesh sucks, is capable and can release witchcraft upon him or herself and others. Did you hear me? Did you hear me? The Holy Spirit said it. I believe it. You got to look it up. It's up to you. A person who is governed by the actions of the flesh, thoughts, can release witchcraft upon themselves and others. And like the Galatians, enter into a foolish and illusory area of life. I said, help me out here. You lost me. I'm going to. I'm break it down for you. Because I want you to be and understand. These are the works of the flesh that were about to hit me. Bad tempers. Tantrums. Bad attitudes. Negative body language. Liars, stubborn, skewers, skewers of negative words and negative confessions. Hear me. These are all workings of witchcraft that are capable of being transferred to another person through thought forms 
perspective transfers through the eyes. Smack dab into the mind. <clears throat> so, maybe they ain't saying, I hope you die in three days. But they shooting it at you. Through their bad temper. Through their tantrum. Through their bad attitude. Through their negative body language. Shooting at you through the eyes. With their negative words and confessions. And through their stubborn, unwilling spirit that will not yield to change. They're all workings of witchcraft. And it's all right here, and it's always been here. And the writers here in Galatians tied it to the manifestation of working of the flesh through the Greek word, S-A-R-X. Meaning the carnal mind. Meaning the earthly nature of man without and apart from the spirit of God. A person, therefore, who is governed by the actions of the flesh, fuck, is capable of releasing that witchcraft because they're already bound by it. They're already full of it. They are capable of releasing that witchcraft to you, to me, and to anybody else. I want you to hear me carefully this morning. Have you ever been around a person? All of a sudden, you feel this little fluttering uncomfortableness in the bottom of your stomach. You ever been around a person? His or her actions make you feel uncomfortable. Like you got to guard yourself against them lashing out of you. Have you ever been around that person whose negative body language, their tone of voice, their contentiousness or their stubbornness made you feel uncomfortable like you got to be careful? of walking on eggshells. These are all subtle workings of witchcraft. Witchcraft! Witchcraft! Fox! S-A-R-X! Even although not a word was said, you felt some kind of force emanating from that person. It is the subtlety of witchcraft force. It is the subtlety of witchcraft power. And it can be transferred via a nonverbal method. Are you hearing me this morning? You can be hit with witchcraft through a non-verbal message. 
to a subtle force. Fox. A form of witchcraft. The Bible calls them in Galatians chapter 5. And the Bible gives us what it works with and what it works through. And what it can unloose. In Galatians 5, 19-21. Brothers and sisters. I'm talking about real witchcraft. I'm talking about an evil. It ain't the witch. It's the human spirit within the witch. It's the powers and the forces operating through that body. Through a subtlety, bad attitude, temper tantrum, negative body language. Lies. Lies. Lies emit witchcraft control. Words. Do their subtlety. Unloose. To develop thought forms. To take you captive any way they can. Any soulish way they can. Anyway, in your heart, your mind, your will, your emotions, your intellect, that they can. They're all works of witchcraft. And let me tell you something else. When religious activity, I say, when religious activity is not motivated by God's own Holy Spirit, it releases and takes you captive by a form of religious witchcraft. Religion releases witchcraft. I say religion. Releases witchcraft when it is governed by thought. Religion releases witchcraft when it is governed by the flesh. S-A-R-X rather than by God's own Holy Spirit. This morning in the name of Jesus, I bind up and renounce. Every witchcraft manifestation through the flesh, through sorts, or through any religion or religious purpose, through any subtlety of witchcraft, in the name of Jesus, 
I bind it up from any evil human spirit utilizing any animal, insect, birds, fowl, creepy crawling things. I bind you up this morning. Any words, issues, demonic openings, I command after these spirits exit, that opening to be closed. Any witchcraft unloosed through the eye gate, the mouth gate, the touch gate, the gas is in your stomach. I break your power this morning. Grab your paper towels. And I command you, I command your words to die, fall to the ground, fruitless. I command your thought forms to be bust up in the name of Jesus. Go! Any sickness from the subtleties of witchcraft manifestation. To S A R S Sock. Go! Go! I command any damage containing any aspect, crap, crevices. Go! Pound and change.
to give you all the glory, give you all the honor. Thank you this morning. Thank you this morning for ability to destroy the power of witchcraft. Ability and authority to destroy the works of the devil and to cast down every high thing that exalted itself against the name of Jesus. Thank you, God.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.